Hello and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. I'm Fufu Cuddly Poof and this is level 233. Joining me tonight is Big L. Why, hello, Kenneth. Kooshmoose. A oh, good day to you, sir. <laughs> and Maytart. And a fine morrow to you as well. I feel like I haven't recorded with you guys in a while. I know it's been like maybe two weeks, three weeks, something like that. It feels like a long time. It's been a couple fortnights. <laughs> it was last year. Never heard that That's joke true. before. Haven't heard that joke. Uh. <laughs> I mean, Same. I was just reminded that the live show was last week. And mm-hmm. I felt like it was two weeks ago. <laughs> These last few weeks for me have been crazy busy. <laughs> Holidays aside. So like, what is time right now? <laughs> it's true. I was thinking maybe that hot chocolate in Old Bay created some kind of vortex for you. (laughs) (laughs) Or it's just the uh, massive spoonful of Old Bay that I took. (laughs) But let's be real. I'm from Maryland. We do that all the time. Yeah. It's like a requirement in the morning. Like toothpaste? No. Use Old Bay. Like once the baby comes out. It's just like they make sure they're crying and then just spoonful of Old Bay. Make sure they're cut out for Maryland. Just rub them down Old Bay. (laughs) You know how like in uh, Catholic churches they do the christening and they sprinkle the the water on babies? Here in Maryland Mm -hmm. we sprinkle Old Bay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Makes sense. It's a great You gotta make sure your babies are properly seasoned here. (laughs) Remind me never to go to Maryland. (laughs) All right, but enough of all that. Let's go ahead and just jump in to the show this week. Uh, we didn't actually ask our patrons a question this week, uh, but we did want to kick. But we did want to kick it oops. off with a new, uh, not necessarily a contest, but something that we want to start up. So we are going to start up. The Achievement Hunting 101 Game of the Month. Now, considering we are a good bit into January already, it seems kind of silly for us to say, hey, go play Skyrim for January. Be done uh, by February, and we'll talk about it. Nah, it's not going to happen. But we did at least want to put it out into the ether that this is something that we're starting up. And we just want to generate the discussion around it. Um... See whatever, see what everyone thinks. Give us have if anyone has any suggestions of what the format of this should be. We're we are still in the starting steps and the planning of this. Yeah, I think that's important to note. So but that's at- exactly what we're looking for now is just feedback. Um, and like Kenny just said, what what would make something like that work for you? Is it best if we just discuss the game and its merits? Should we just dive into the achievement list and really talk about what the achievement list looks like? Anything right now is fair game since we're not doing this immediately. And based on feedback, we'll see if it even happens. But we're trying to think of new and interesting things to do for the show, change up the format a little bit and spice things up a little bit. So we thought this would be a fun thing to put out to everybody. Yeah, something else for the community as a whole to rally behind talk about in the discord and whatnot. Now the general idea, I'll at least give our 
general idea uh, thoughts about what we're planning so far. Now, I don't want this to come off and se- sounding like this is for patrons only, but the pa- the idea is for the patrons to lead the discussion in what game would be played, and then everybody that's listening right now to join in in the discussion in the Discord. If you're not in the Discord, you should be in the Discord. That way you can talk about it and get and you can join in in all the other contests, which we'll talk about in a little bit, meet the rest of the community, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the general idea right about now for what games to play is something that the majority of people have access to or will probably have access to. And what I mean by that is like a Game Pass game. Most people probably have a Game Pass subscription or, you know, they might be willing to sign up for something like this as it is a phenomenal value and it's not that expensive. Or if there is a big time game that we re- that we realize that a lot of people are probably going to buy as is, that would be a good game to rally behind and go ahead and do such as like a Hogwarts Legacy or something like that. Now, obviously, we don't necessarily want it to only be those expensive AAA games because I know I personally don't want to drop $70 a month on a game to play, and I'm sure most people here also don't want to do that, especially if it's a game that they're not necessarily interested in. But uh, yeah, that's basically just like our thoughts for as of right now. Um. More will be coming in the in the coming weeks. Like I said, if you have any suggestions or any ideas that you want to throw out, please post them in podcast discussion. Tag us, and we'll go ahead and work on this and get a game out for February. I think it's fair to say too, not just this idea, but if there's anything that crosses your mind that you think you'd like to hear us talk about a little more or a little less or change focus on a little bit, definitely give us that feedback because. Now's the time of year we're just starting to kind of resituate everything. Like Kenny said, we have all sorts of contests going on and stuff like that. So it's a good opportunity to also think about how we're presenting this content and see what we can do to keep it interesting and fresh. Yeah, for sure. As always, like she said, as always, if there's a big topic or something, please you know, let us know. <laughs> we're always open to feedback of any kind, whether it be mm-hmm. change something up on the show or in the Discord or whatever. We're constantly trying to make this a better product um unless anybody has anything else to add i guess we can go ahead and get into the game showcase were we gonna name our proposed february game or are we gonna wait we sure can yeah we can well you know what let's go for it because what we were thinking among ourselves when we were talking about doing it before we wanted to open the floor up to discuss it amongst others we had picked bioshock Bioshock checks a lot of categories for people uh, with different uh, uh, events going on around the community. We all have access to it, and it's a game that a lot of people have access to. So it's not a Game Pass game. So to what Kenny was saying before, it Game Pass is, is preferable because most people have it. But Bioshock is a game, whether you've had it on the 360 or you have the remastered version, it's been on sale a ton of times. It's also a game you've probably played in the past, or many of our community has played in the past, so they can join in the discussion without having to freshly play it now. But that's just one option and that's again just something we threw out there the idea would be to start the game of the month or whatever it might be called for february with a discussion that would be coming in march i think right that sounds right guys yeah 
Yeah, towards the end of a month, we talk about what we and mention what game will be in the coming month. But yeah, like you said, you know, we threw out Bioshock, especially since three out of four of us have not played that yet. And we all at least have interest in it and we all own it. And then something else that we have thrown out the idea for is while here on the show, we won't necessarily give spoilers, especially if it is a story driven game like Bioshock, but then having like a spoiler cast for patrons where we, you know, tell all and whatnot and actually dig into the game. Mm hmm. Just an idea. Obviously, nothing is set in stone right now, but that's just where we're at. I've definitely seen in the community more than a handful of people saying, oh, you know, I've never played Bioshock, so it's not just the three of us, believe it or not. There's more out there. So that's a good one, and then if you start now, you have the at least six weeks with it, so get a head start on that one. Yeah, and if I didn't mention it already, it's not like we want to try to choose a 50 plus hour game that you have that you have to complete the story in in a month that's you know nobody here can probably feasibly want or be able to do that especially with everything else that we have going on with contests and whatnot so trying to choose something with a that's shorter or a shorter story is definitely more of the goal and bioshock being a 12-ish hour game that's kind of on the longer end of something we, we would do probably Sounds fun to me. Mm-hmm. You know what else sounds right. fun to me? Before uh, we jump into the game showcase, I wanted to point out that uh, Michelle and I just went to a Final Fantasy orchestral concert over the weekend, and it was Ooh. damn awesome. Yeah, it just was wanted to, very, uh, very good. If anybody that sounds amazing. If that, yeah, they they uh, they've been touring for fifteen years now. So if anybody winds up with them in their part of the world, they should go see them. It's called Distant Worlds, and I will have to look that up. Yeah, it was, it was. Uh, I mean, the performance was amazing, but also like there are these little nerd out moments, um, like Yoko Shimomura, who's the person who composed the kingdom hearts games was actually in attendance so it was just cool like oh she's you know four rows over and a little bit to the right like right there in the room uh, so that was that was really cool it was awesome and and they did a great job picking a little bit from each game in the series so it wasn't like you went and you just heard everything from 14 because that's the more recent stuff or 15 like all 15 games were represented uh, that was my next question of what was the represent representation like because I haven't played them all. I've played a good bit of Final Fantasy, but I'm nowhere near like this giant <laughs> fanboy of the series. Well, there's a well, huge it's just a screen mainline. And, just to yeah. be clear, there's a huge screen, and they show gameplay footage of the whatever they're playing the music of. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah. so that's it's just an overall good time. Now, there's definitely. You know, Final Fantasy VII uh, for you there, Kenny. But uh, I don't think oh, yeah. I don't think you would know the uh, the famous uh, One Winged Angel song because uh, you know you would have to have beaten the game to have uh, heard that song, Kenny. So 
I don't think you know. I this. was just about to ask or just about to say, I can only imagine how good one winged angel sounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They White had a choir and everything for, mm-hmm. for, the, for that stuff too. Yeah. Oh. Poof, 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 cuddly, poof, 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 cuddly, poof. That's exactly what they were chanting. It's pretty fun. Yeah. I would go to see, go to see that if just for that song, that would be incredible to hear live. But uh, yeah, let's get into the game showcase now. Uh, Nate, what have you been playing? I played a game in Game Pass that could be leaving soon. We don't know. Uh, <laughs> oh boy, nobody talks about Game Pass these days. Oh, here we go. Um, here we go. <laughs> literally, oh uh, we, we had go. X on the show not too long, and he was talking. He's talking about a bunch of games um, from the same developer slash writer I can't remember right now um, in any case the games uh, were all by uh, man I can't remember the guy's name now that's going to bug me um, <clears throat> uh, they're kind of all by the same designer so they're very similar these are full motion video games um, where you are interacting or taking notes or asking questions uh, these games are telling lies. They are her story on Windows. And, and Immortality is the most recent one that came to Game Pass. Um, the game I'm talking about is Telling Lies. And uh, while X didn't talk about that game, he, he did mention it. Um, I haven't played the others, so I can't speak to them. But what I can tell you is that uh, Telling Lies uh, really just kind of pulled me in. Um, and you should tell a lie. <laughs> well, I'm That's not telling not nice. lies. I'm not telling lies. Um, in <laughs> fact, you don't have to tell lies. Uh, so, what what is the game? Uh, you don't know when when you when you first start this game, you have no idea what's going on. Uh, you see a woman get out of a cab or a Uber or something, go up to an apartment, and she sits down in front of the screen, and you are looking through her eyes. So you actually see her reflection in the screen, but mostly you're looking at the, the monitor there. And the first thing she does is she goes to this application. She types in a search term. Uh, the search term is love and a couple of video results come up. Uh, and that's your introduction to the game. Uh, if you want to start clicking <laughs> around on the desktop, you can, if you want to look through the, uh, the trash can, you want to you play some solitaire, you want to you know, dig around, you totally can do that. Um, you can't go too far into the computer, but you know, that's your interface. You are on someone's laptop and you are searching through video clips, just using keywords or, you know, a short phrase. Um, and then you're just watching these videos and you're, and you're trying to piece together what the heck is going on. Now, when I started playing this, I, I notoriously bad memory for names. Uh, and it's just hard for me to keep relationships. Um, like, Oh, okay. That John is your mother. No, that doesn't make sense. Uh, and so, like, it's very hard for me to remember Never how all these characters uh, relate. So, I very quickly pulled out a notebook and just started jotting down notes because I was like, I have no idea what I need to do. Like, maybe I'm gonna have to answer questions. Maybe I'm gonna have to accuse someone of a murder or something. Uh, so, I, I wrote up. I got this little spiral notebook. I had about ten pages of notes. They're not all full, but like I. A page per person or per thing. I just start writing down facts about them or relationships. Oh, this person uh, works for this person or this person uh, was dating this person. Um, and then they'll, you know, some people have multiple names. So it's kind of like, oh, because you know they have nicknames or maybe they've given people aliases and uh, you, know, you don't know their real name. Uh, 
Um, <clears throat> so you're just trying to figure all this stuff out. Now, the video clips you're watching are basically um, like time stamped. So if you if you hear that you know that love key term comes in at like a minute thirty, well they're going to start you at like a minute thirty, and then you're gonna you're gonna hear that word. If there's multiple instances of that keyword in the same video clip, you'll see multiple uh, little start points. So you can click on that. If you want to, you can rewind through the entire video clip and watch it from start to finish. That's okay. Um, but when you're watching them, you can also um, click, you can pause and then click on, uh, you know, the transcript. You can click on a single word in the transcript and it'll enter that as a search term for you, which is pretty cool. Uh, if there's any clip that you want to come back to later, you can bookmark it while you're uh, watching it. And if you then want to create tags, you can do that too. Now, I didn't go that far into it. <laughs> and judging by uh, the times for most of the people, uh, you know, on TA that I'm friends with, um, that I saw that they had completed the game, most of them didn't do that either. Um, if you are a completionist uh, or a, you know, an achievement hunter and you just want to get, you just want to get in this game, get out of it, you can get it out in about uh, an hour and a half, two hours. You, you can slam through this game. Uh, there's uh, walkthroughs. You can just type in a certain number of search terms, start to watch a video, stop the video, start the next video, stop it. That counts as viewing the whole video. Um, so if you really just want to get the achievements and get out of this, you can. And it takes about two hours. But I was really kind of pulled into the story and just trying to piece everything together. <laughs> um, does anyone know uh, – now, Matriarch, I, I'm going to assume you know this, but anyone else – you know, give them a chance to answer first. <laughs> oh boy! Before you, I feel it's before, you, before you come in, um, has anyone heard of Kane's Jawbone? Um, I'm not able to tell you about it. This is a book, by the way. No, Kane's Jawbone. Okay, Matrix, no, that would require reading. Matrix, have you heard of a book called Kane's Jawbone? Um, I've heard of it. It's like some. Like with the puzzle, or so. I, I, I've heard of it, but I don't know it well. Yes, it's like a puzzle book or something to that effect. Yes, yes. But so, yeah, it's about. I think it's a hundred page book. Uh, every page is out of order, um, so it tells a story, but every single page is out of order. And uh, you know, the the goal or the challenge is to put every page in order and have the story make sense. And, and so, so that's what a Kane's job. That's interesting. Is. Yeah, it's interesting. And apparently only a couple people have solved it. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. That's, that that's the puzzle. That I couldn't like remember a... the specifics, but yes, that's exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's very interesting. It sounds like a clickbait headline saying that only a few people have done it. So I don't know, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so it's just this, this reminded me of a, of a Kane's jawbone. Now I haven't read that book by the way. But, but that's essentially what you're doing when you go into telling lies. You are, you're plopped into the middle of someone else's search term. You're trying to piece together the threads of this story. Uh, one of the good things that helps you kind of tell, um, like when something takes place, aside from a date stamp on a video, is the, uh, is this main character who kind of threads through the whole thing, like his beard. Like, <laughs> he's either clean shaven, or he has scruff, or he has a beard, or he has maybe some contusions. Um, and then, so that can kind of help you kind of place things in order. Um, now, none of that is required. You do not have to do that to get all the achievements out of the, out of the game. Uh, once again, just by watching all the videos, uh, as you watch a certain percentage of videos, um, time moves forward in the game. And then you'll like, 
the, your video will kind of stop and then the reflection that you're seeing in the monitor will kind of take a little bit more focus and you'll see something going on in the background. And that basically tells you that you're about to get a time-based achievement. And really, it's only a, a video watching progress-based achievement. So um, <clears throat> it'll say, like, you stayed up till 1 a.m., blah, blah. You know, and I think there's like five of those, six of those. Um, and the goal to get everything is to watch all 170 videos. And the way you do that is just by entering search terms that return those as hits. Now, you can only watch five videos from a, from a set of hits. So if you get something that has 10 hits, you're only going to see the first five videos. So your search terms have to be a little bit more targeted. Luckily, like I said, it's in the solution, the search terms you have to enter. Uh, if you play this on PC, it's very easy to enter those. If you play it on the Xbox, it, you know, it's a little more, it's a little more work to type on the keyboard, but uh, I believe you just, you know, plug in a USB keyboard if you're one of those people, or if you have the ability to play this on the PC, go ahead and do that. Um, maybe even you might have a cloud too. I'm not sure, but yeah. So yeah, I it actually was, does have X cloud touch yeah. controls. So that might work pretty well too. Uh, I was really into this. Um, and yeah, I, <laughs> It, you sort of know where the story, you feel like you know where the story is going. And then all of a sudden you'll type in a search term and you'll be like, who is that? <laughs> like, who's that person? <laughs> like, what? How is, what? No, like this, no, that's not what this story is about. And um, so if you, if you're looking to experience that, and if that sounds like an interesting experience, that's what this game has in store for you. Once again, if you're an achievement hunter, just trying to slam it out, you're not going to notice any of that. But uh, if you want to, if you, what an experience like that. Uh, it's definitely cool. I've never played a game like this before. Uh, and I really thought the experience was great. I, I put about four or five hours into it through natural play. And then I was like, you know what? I just need to, I just need to finish this. Um, so I was kind of out of like search terms that like, I, I just couldn't figure out like, okay, well, what else should I enter? I don't know. I've typed this. I've typed that. I've got a notebook full of search phrases that I've tried. Um, so I just, at that point I turned to, uh, the walkthrough and just looked at the other ones and I was like, oh, okay. And I, and I got to a couple scenes that I had not, not gotten to naturally. And I was like, oh, wow, that's really crazy. Like I did not see the story going there. Um, but yeah. Uh, so I, I thought I'd mention this because it was just such a cool experience. Uh, and, and hopefully other people will want to check that out. Or if, like I said, if you're a Gmail hunter, this is an easy two hour 1000 uh, gamer score. So uh, yeah, it's telling lies. So, whenever you guys are talking about a game that I know nothing about, such as this, mm-hmm. I'm always on TA. I'm looking through the achievements. And I always like to watch clips that people have taken. That way I can get a general idea of what the <laughs> gameplay would be like or whatever. What would you see? You probably can imagine where this is going. Um, knowing not, if, you, if I knew nothing about this game you didn't were talking about, this to me, I would just think this is like Cam Girl the game. Um, <laughs> okay, okay, that, yeah, something I probably should mention. Uh, do not watch this. Do not play this in front of your children. Yeah, do, do not I play was, this. That's where I was going with this. Let uh, people in your life know what you're playing and tell them it's a video game, or else <laughs> there are a couple scenes. Where they the, might, by they the clips, there's more than a couple you. scenes. They might have some questions for you. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, there were a couple times I had to stop and, and put a different game on because my daughter walked into the room. Um, so, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, I kind of like went into game clips and, you know, made it to where I saw everybody's clips and then what popped up on my screen, I actually turned around to make sure I wasn't about to get like slapped or 
I hear someone like, what are you looking at, Kenny? Or something like that. There's no, there's no like on main screen nudity. However, I think that there's a little bit of a dude butt in the, uh, in the <laughs> reflection on the laptop that, that had me cracking up. I was like, like Whoa. cracking up. Was and like, I'm pretty sure that's a naked dude. Add it to my game collection. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> and then oh, one one final thing. Um, if you're like me and you're like, okay, well, I think I know what happened and I think I know how this works. Um, the conversations you're watching are one sided. Uh, you're not seeing both sides of them. So you'll see if a, a you know a character will pause and kind of react, and, and then they'll interject, and then they'll keep talking, and then they'll pause. And so you're trying to piece together. Okay, well, who are they talking to? And, you know, how is that conversation going? Um, and then you can watch the other side of that conversation. You can't watch them together, though. Uh, so what I did uh, when I was completely done with the game is I searched. And sure enough, you can find uh, what people have done. They've taken all of the clips. They've kind of put them together. So you can see both sides of the conversation at the same time. Um, huh. And you can watch it chronologically from very from beginning to end, so you can see the entire story in chronological order, which is which is cool if you're interested in this at the very end. So I I have that bookmarked. I'm going to go watch that uh, sometime in the near future and and get the whole story and see what I might have missed. So I think you cleared That's up cool. a question yeah. I had about it, like because I'm still like I understand you put in these search terms and they sort of um, determine the videos you see and all that, but there's still is there still like a singular narrative for the game? So there's there's definitely like a point A and a point B and just the stuff in the middle is different? Or can you wind up in different conclusions? Well, you could you could watch, um, I think once you get to like 70% of all the clips, you are able to end the game and you can roll credits. Um, okay. You won't get the best ending. You'll see, you'll see like an ending that kind of contains uh, it. It'll, it'll tell you, oh, you spent this much time. Like this seems to be the area you were most interested in, and you got to 120 of the 170 video clips. Um, so you'll see like a different ending. And I, and I I ended the game like three or four times, so I saw different endings each time. Like, and it's not really an ending. It's just like you see maybe the ending of a particular subplot. Um, okay. That 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 goes on, um, but you're not changing the story at all. You're just experiencing some or different parts of the story, or and hopefully you're eventually seeing all of the story. All right. Well, that sounds interesting. It's like nothing I've ever played before, and so I thought I thought it'd be a good game. Good game to talk about. Telling lies. Did you ever play and that? For nothing else. It's uh <laughs> on X. It's on X Cloud. You can play with touch controls. So, and it might be might gone be next a- month. Who knows? Might also be like a decent like toilet game, maybe. Oh, off my collection. <laughs> you didn't, Kenny. You just said you don't want anyone catching you watching certain scenes, and now you oh, want to watch it and play it in the toilet. <laughs> How dare you, sir? <laughs> I, um, do you remember, future Kenny? Edit that out. Do you remember the game <laughs> Truth or Lies with the microphone game? No. Yeah. Oh, you were so lucky. Oh, that was bad. That's a, I don't know. Reminded me the title of that game just reminds me of Truth or Lies. Mm-hmm. That was a 360 game with the microphone where oh, it the game work. would somehow have to figure out if you're telling truth or a lie, and the achievements relied on this stuff. <laughs> so that does sound familiar, but no, I never played it. Uh, I never played it, and I can already tell you that didn't work. Looks like I played it in 2015. I would have guessed longer ago. 
Huh. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get on to the next game. Uh, L, what have you been playing? Well, I wanted to change things up a bit. So um, Nate talked about a one to two hour uh, visual novel game. So I decided to talk about a one to two hour visual novel game. And uh, Note to self, don't look at clips. <laughs> <laughs> this game is called She Sees Red. Why? Okay, so I clicked on clips, and there's a woman in the bathtub. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> you were not supposed to. You just... Ah. <laughs> that was the final scene, Kenny. You just ruined it for me. Uh, oops. Yes. So this game, I guess we'll just get it out there. This game does actually have a little tiny bit of nudity. So now you can go buy this game and have a good time. Uh, no, but the real thing about this game is that it's very violent. So this is a game. Oh. Yes, hence seeing red. There's a lot of blood, a lot of murdering, killing, stabbings, shootings. Yeah. Um, so you're there's one lady, and she's trying to solve... Uh, there's there's a body and she comes in with this group of guys and they're trying to figure things out and it's completely FMV movie it's Russian so <laughs> the game starts you by default with English dubbing and it is terrible and not the hilarious kind of terrible but just terrible so I did do my first playthrough in with the English, and then I realized, nope, I'm putting this on Russian audio and English subtitles, and that was much better. Huh. So it is basically a choose-your-own-adventure type of thing. There'll be like five or six times where you'll just choose one thing or the other, and doing these things will get you all the different achievements. Um, once you play through the game two times, oh, each playthrough is about a half an hour. So once you play through the game two times, you then get the ability to skip scenes. The same way you'd be able to skip uh, with Right Bumper in a visual, uh, you know, the real kind of visual novel, since I have issues <laughs> with this being called a visual novel, honestly. But uh, that's neither here nor there. It's a movie. But anyway. Um, yeah, so you go through. What is the movie if not a visual novel? I mean, but then the other visual novels are more like books. You read stuff. This year, watching stuff. So I don't think they should be categorized the same. I don't know where else you would put it. But FMV game is a little more representative, I think. Well, anyway. I'd recommend putting on the Russian audio if you're going to play this game. It's it's uh, it's got very minimalistic sets, but the the action is very well done. You know, I was actually aghast at some of the the blood and 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 death scenes and stuff like that. And it wasn't like I don't know scary or gross. It was, but it was like wow, that's really well done. So I was impressed. 
Uh, it is a $10 game, but it has been on sale as low as $3, which is a perfect pickup point for that game. It's also Play Anywhere. So if you want to... That's nice. That means you can go in the bathtub and bring your laptop with you and watch the lady in the bathtub. <coughs> so... So I have a question. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Um, looking through the achievements, obviously I don't know much, understand any of this, but it looks like a lot of this is like missable kind of stuff. Um, is there like a chapter select or something okay. where you can easily go through and get it? Um, good question. So there's four different endings, and there's a walkthrough on TA which I believe was done by uh, Planting. And if you follow the walkthrough, you'll get all the achievements in four playthroughs. If you played it blind, you'd wind up with some of the achievements on your own. There is no chapter select, but as I said uh, before, once you beat the game twice, then you could hit start and go to skip the scene if you've already seen it. And then from there, you can pick the choices you hadn't picked. But it's a little confusing because if you pick some choices, you still wind up at the end with the same choices, but then you'll see a different ending anyway. So you have to remember exactly which things you picked. So I, uh, the game keeps track of how many scenes you've done, and I wound up with like 52 of 63 or something like that. So I still didn't see everything there was after getting the uh, completion. Is there like the... Um... Uh, what do you call it? Like the branching path timeline, kind of like how As Dusk Falls has its sort of like, they, you could see the, what choices the, to make to try to see the rest of it? No, you don't see any anything like that. Nope. You just have to remember what you picked. But like I said, it's only a half hour. You'll you'll remember what you picked. Right. Uh, that's fair. Yeah. Oh, man. We went, well, we from went, ratings on TA, this one's better than Telling Lies. We went um, <laughs> we went a lot of episodes without mentioning As Dusk Falls. You kind of ruined it there, Kenny. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I forgot what else I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, she sees red. There's lots of blood. Red. It's one lady in the game. She's in the bath. <laughs> or is it she sees red because it's Russian? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there's lots of Soviets. Maybe. That could be another interpretation. <laughs> so, uh, what the hell? Nate and Michelle, do you see any issue with the this type of game being categorized as a visual novel? all the Rattleika visual novels that were used to get the same designation? Or is it all in the same wheelhouse to you guys? I'm going to see FMV. I you mean, agree that it should category. be different? FMV? Yeah, I, I, think, yeah. I yeah. think it's a little different. Yeah. It's a lot I, I different. feel too, though, like TA still classifies as most uh, like walking sims as adventure or something like that, right? Like they don't have their own designation either. <sighs> Yep. And they're definitely a very different style of game than other games that are included in there. Uh, th- listen, I don't want to dump on the TA genre team too much because they have a lot 
to do there's a lot of information on ta right like there are so many games that come out now um but they seem very hesitant and slow to add new categories unless it's a massive revision of the genre tagging so i i agree that there are enough fmv if bull sports is a genre there's no reason fmv can't be a genre there's no reason that walking sim can't be a genre there just there isn't in my opinion they have reasons that they choose not to do that i'm sure i know there's some discussion about like genres versus subgenres and so on and so forth but yes i think fmv should be a genre because visual novel isn't it's not quite what they are yeah there's there's no gameplay to be had here, though. It's strictly the movie and picking choices, and that's it. So something like uh, the game they was talking about, Telling Lies, there's definitely looks like there's more to do there, even if you're typing in stuff, and that's at least something to do. But if She Sees Red comes around for three bucks, it's not a bad hour or two. Easy completion. All right. Yep. Uh, let's kick it to Michelle. What would you like to talk about? So, right. It's a new year and we all have our sort of, here's what we're, our approach to our gaming in the new year. And uh, toward the end of last year, I definitely wasn't so happy with my gaming habits. Just wasn't getting into a groove with them. Not really enjoying too much of what I'm doing. And so this year, I've decided that I really want to just focus mostly on what I already have on my tag. So a lot of backlog clearing. So I haven't played anything new this month. I've, I'm have i at zero started games. And that's going to change, obviously. And as things go through, um, that will evolve. Uh, so I'm going to mention a couple things very briefly. First... I have been participating with some other folks in Cronus's The Gauntlet. The Gauntlet is a year-long um, sort of self-tracking deal where there are different parameters set for each month. And as you hit those parameters, you get points. If you fall under them, you lose points. But the genesis of it was to clear out backlog. So that's kind of what I've been following it. I'm not going to go into it in great detail, but uh, if you pop on Kronos's feed, and that's Kronos spelled X-P-O-V-O-S, there's a full blog written about all of that, and you can see all those details there. So in my going back through some things, so, you know, quick, like Elle and I have been going through Nobody Saves the World. We're trying to beat the uh, mm-hmm. leaving from Game Pass, which is going to be tough. We finished the main game, but still have to play the whole game on New Game Plus and do the DLC. But one game I revisited that I just wanted to share really brief stories about was The Oregon Trail. So the last time I played it, I told you that we're the party, right? It's the four of us. And we're making the great trek to Oregon. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And, well, the way the game is broken up <laughs> is they've taken the the full trail and broken it into five legs. Not broken five legs, but broken the trail into five bigger parts. And those bigger parts have smaller subsections in between. So when I had spoken about the last time I had done the first leg of the journey. So recently I did the second leg of the journey and i'm even baffled at how close to life our characters wound up being through no uh intention really so Mm. l broke his leg because come on you know 
That's what he I did. I show his, his leg and not his hip. <laughs> I see what you did there. But he's he's the team haggler. We go into town and we have some pelts to sell. And the guy's like, I'm going to give you a dollar for the pelt. Nell's up there like, no, you're going to give us two. And the guy gives us two, which is awesome. Every time a wagon breaks down, you know who fixes the wagon? <laughs> Kenny. Kenny is our expert wagonsmith. He's in there fixing the wheels, handling the axles. Me? My job? I go seek out the berries and figure out which ones we can eat, which ones are for medicine, and which ones will kill us, which seems accurate. But the most accurate one in some ways has actually been Kush. And here's why. (laughs) Throughout these legs, right, these portions of the journey, you'll see um, little indicators that show the kind of event that you're going to encounter. So there are events that you know, like hunting and fishing and and um, finding a, a wagon. But there was one that had a question mark. As you go through, you'll see some events that have question marks because you just haven't encountered them yet. And this one was a dog. So the dog is there and it's looking at you. And you're looking at the dog. <laughs> and the dog, it, it says, you don't know if the dog is friendly. Pick someone who seems like they'd be good at dogs and see what happens. So I pick Goosh. He walks up to the dog and the dog is... You know, barks at him. What do you do? And you have two options. Feed the dog or pet the dog. Koosh, <laughs> would you like to guess which option I picked? You picked pet the dog, obviously. 100%. And not only were you able to su- successfully pet this dog, because you have a way with the dogs, it actually boosted our entire party's morale that you did that. That is amazing. You're welcome. Yeah. So, I, I mean, my morale was really crappy. And and it just it boosted me all the way up. I was so happy that that this dog could be pet in the game, and it happened to be Koosh, who was the guy interacting with the dog. So, um, but yeah, that's that's actually been fun in its way. And and just to go in a um, a little more depth, especially with after talking about two games that were one to two hour games, Oregon Trail isn't. It still hasn't been completed by anybody. There are about five achievements that haven't been locked. The list is seventy four achievements. I want to say. And because it has so few tracked gamers, because of the high price tag, it's hard to tell if that's a glitch, if people just haven't unlocked everything. But uh, it's just too bad this game is as expensive as it is, because honestly, the approach to it is still pretty fun. So throughout the year, I'll see if I have more updates on on the Oregon Trail. But I just I really had to share the dog story because it was somehow so appropriate. That's so funny. I needed to bring that to, to all of your attention today uh but yeah that's been most of my year so far has just been cleaning projects up i finished paparazzi because that was going out of game pass finished up taiko because that might be going out of game pass taiko Natatsujin, we don't know yet um but that's that's one of the games on the danger list so we'll we'll see how the year progresses and and what the rest of the year brings but that's that's the goal for me for now is to kind of stick with these projects so i might be doing a lot of revisiting things as we move forward nice Wow, I just looked up Oregon Trail. That has 27 people on TA. Yeah, that is crazy. It's because it's $30. It's only on PC. 100% of that's reason. So it's it if it was on touch control, like if it was something that worked through Game Pass, so many people would start it. Like it would be a, a no-brainer to do. Because there's not only is there all this stuff they did for the game itself, but there are these other little like side quest type things. I haven't played them yet myself, but every time uh, my party goes fishing, for example, um, or goes hunting, 
once you hunt the animals, you take back whatever meat you get. But then it's like, oh, well, you don't have a knife. So because you don't have a knife, you actually can only retain this much. But if you want a knife, go play the Bitter Winter storyline. So they did all this neat stuff to kind of make it a more robust experience. But because of the price, because it being PC only, it's it's pretty much going to stay at a very, very, very low number of tracked gamers. Man, make that $10 and throw it on Xbox mm-hmm. as well. And Absolutely. you are going to make so much money. Absolutely. Everybody will give you 10 bucks for this game. Hmm. It's a shame. Eh, either way, though, that's hilarious. That how just perfect all four of our characters are so i made it to the end uh, by myself right and and, uh was the hero we're 40 percent through the mission so you asking that is somehow the most appropriate part of this conversation (laughs) (laughs) has at any point any one of us had to carry l at any point Uh, he's had a broken leg for six weeks we've been carrying him the whole time (laughs) that's uncanny this is uncanny And because he has a broken leg, oh, his stamina funny. is capped at two-thirds of normal max stamina, so he really can't do much of anything, but yet he's still there so eating the food. So you're saying he falls asleep first. That's, I mean, he's got to heal. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, man. I'm very mad. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's not our fault. It's He's just... too sleepy to be really angry, though. What? <laughs> 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 the game just knows, man. Damn it. But, but Commentary it, on life. Like I said, to be fair to L, like every time I go into a town, so when any, whenever you go into a town, you can go to the shop to buy things, but you can also trade. And so when you trade, it always they always start with something where it's like, okay, I want one medicine. Okay, we'll take 18 sets of clothes. And you're like, what? No. And you can choose one of your party members to haggle. And and again, that's L's job. And I think once he failed, every other time he succeeded at getting us either a better price or cutting down the the amount we have to give away. So, you know, he's he's got to rest up on the actual journey to be ready to do all the negotiating, I guess. <laughs> Perfect. And what about you, Kenny? What, right. what have you been playing? So, I have not been playing anything new either, but I have gone back to a game that came out way back in November of 2006. So, I have started uh, to play the game Fear First Encounter Assault Recon again. Now, I know we've talked about this this game a couple of times already on the show, and I am sure by this point, everybody knows exactly what this game is. But just as a very quick recap, if you do not know, it is a first-person shooter action horror game. Like I said, it came out in 2006, so one of their early 360 games. And right off the bat, the the first thing I can say about this game is it is amazing. I mean, it's a little jank because, you know, it's a shooter from 2006, but as far as being a horror game, it is very, very well done. The settings are great. The music is great. There's a couple of good jump scare points throughout the game. 
unfortunately, I remember most of them. So playing through, I've kind of, I kind of remember it's just like, oh yeah, that's gonna happen, and then it happens. So I like, it's not really, you know, scaring me. I wish I could actually forget this game so I could go back and play play it through fresh eyes again because it is that good. Um, I'm playing through the campaign. And that's my pri- priority, playing through the campaign again. Playing it actually kind of makes me want to try to get some of this multiplayer stuff cleaned up. Uh, I don't know if I, if I will actually do that, if I feel like doing that, because there's a lot of multiplayer stuff. But either way, I know, Michelle, you also have played this. I don't, Nate, now, I don't know if you guys have, but I know, Michelle, you love this game as well. Uh, well, no, 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 hold on. I've bean-dived this game. You and don't? it's one of those games... That I have oh. wanted to play, but the deal with the first fear game, and this is interesting, dumb, but the campaign of fear only nets you seventy five gamer score. It, yeah. It's not, it's not very giving on the achievements, and just for the longest time, I just haven't felt inclined to go through it because I, it's just that that's all. Like you have to, it's. I think it's a lot of multiplayer. There's a hard mode achievement. You you know more than I do. But it's a game, like, hearing you talk about it is honestly the first time I've been like, wow, maybe I should actually give it a chance, because I've never really heard anyone talk about how effective it is at its horror elements. I've just heard as a shooter that it's it's okay, and it probably feels like it's of its era. But if yeah. it does a good job creating those environments, that's actually exciting to hear. So, and I, I'll say this, uh, buried a lead a little bit, I guess, uh, I've been playing this for the never ending contest or never ending stories contest, which we'll get to in just a minute. This will lead into that. But yes, most of the achievements are for the multiplayer stuff, whether it be getting 50 kills or doing games in this, that, or the other game mode in multiplayer, or whatever. But there's also achievements for like completing a campaign without dying, which is 150 gamer score, completing a campaign on extreme difficulty, which is 100 gamer score. Completing without boosters or slow mo or blah blah blah. So there are these ways to specifically play the um, the campaign to get some of those to get some of those achievements. But yeah, like I guess I sort of have completed a campaign. I have nine achievements for forty five gamer score. Which <laughs> looking back at that, I cannot believe how little gamer score I. I have this because it's like, oh, I have beaten a campaign before. Mm -hmm. Asterisk. So the reason the reason why I'm bringing this game up is there is the never ending stories contest. And basically, this is something that Chewie is putting together for the patrons only. And he is he went through each of our our tags and all the patrons tags and compiled a list of games where we have not completed the, or I'm sorry, of the oldest games that where we have not completed the story. And much to my surprise, fear was on this. I know I have completed the campaign on this. I know how it ends. Seeing as Michelle, this game is also on your list, which is something that I wanted to bring up. I'm not, I am not going to say anything about the story. Please don't. As I was reading through, oh, God, no, is I 
is if you like horror, I would actually very much like for you to play this and so we mm-hmm. can talk about it because I think you would enjoy this. Obviously, this is a game that you put your headphones on, mm-hmm. turn the lights off, and play the game. If you play in a lit environment, you know, you're not going to get as much out of the game. But I was reading the uh, I was reading the comments on the fearless achievement, which is won the campaign. And I noticed that number one, it looks like it may be glitched. But number two, the main the main solution for it mm-hmm. says don't change the difficulty and don't play it on low. Now, I I remember playing this game and having it on mm-hmm. normal. And I I don't I guess I just started on normal. I don't know exactly why. It's not like I purposely read something that told me to read to play it on normal to get unlock this achievement back in 2007 there's no way i knew of a of ta or anything like that but i remember getting to a point in the game it's just like god this is really just aggravating me it was really difficult and i switched the 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 difficulty mid campaign or at least towards the end which stopped me from unlocking that achievement so mm. knowing that i'm going to be playing through the game again on normal, that way I could actually unlock this achievement. So this highlights something about the never-ending stories uh, competition. <laughs> Chewy is, is is a forgiving contest organizer, so I, I have a similar situation. One of the games that showed up on my list is The Darkness. Uh, I, too, have a situation where I completed the campaign, because that is a similar deal where it doesn't have an achievement for completing a campaign on the lowest difficulty. Uh, but unlike Fear, uh, where you got 45 of the 1,000 gamer score, I think I have like 920 of the 1,000 gamer score in the darkness. Like I've, I've mm. played it and done a bunch in it. I just didn't want to play it on a higher difficulty. And Chewie said in an instant like instance like that, he would just re-roll it. Uh, and while on the topic of re-rolls, for those people participating, you get your 10 games. The idea is to beat those campaigns. But if they're campaigns that you don't feel like you can... Uh, or campaigns you can't access for whatever reason. Again, Chewie's great about free skips, but you also get four skips anyway. So if there's something on your list that you're just not going to get to, like I have Infinite Undiscovery on mine, which was a mistake that I even started it, I'll probably just skip it because I'm I'm not putting time into that game. So it's just going to bring the next game down. It's, it's not like a random of all the games in your potential backlog. It'll just be the next oldest on the list. Yeah, I can see already there is at least two on my list that I will, I will skip. Maybe three. Which ones? So, I guess is that... So, for my list, I ha- uh, the ones that I would want to skip, the number number one, and this will probably annoy some people, the orange box. I do not want to play Half-Life. I've... St- I love and adore Team Fortress 2 and Portal. I played Half-Life back whenever I was playing Orange Box all the time, and I did not like it then. I cannot imagine I will like it now. That's fair. Since it is a older shooter, I have no I just have no interest in the game. Maybe I'll try it, but more likely not, that's going to be something I'm going to reroll. And then another game, which it pains me to say it, but I will probably also re-roll Armored Core 4 because I don't own it. I played that 
at a buddy's house, and somehow it's on my tag, even though we mostly played it on his. I must have started <laughs> on mine, just unlocking an achievement to get it on my tag, and then we played it on his. But it's also not backwards compatible. I really don't want to play on the 360. <laughs> that it's is so fair. slow. So those I will probably re-roll. And then another, the other one that will probably get a re-roll is Red Alert 3 because the achievement for that is completing the game on the hard difficulty. And that game is hard. There's one particular level that I just could never beat while I was playing it, while I was actively playing it. Now that it's been a few years since I've played it and I'm out of practice for that, eh, that's probably not going to happen. Huh. And actually, now that I'm looking at it, Michelle, you also have another. You also have the orange box, so you and I share two achievements. Oh, look at that! I, I'm. You so share your whole list. That's too. another. At some point. Yeah, that's that's. Well, let me just say real quick. That's another instance, though, and you may want to consider this if it's of interest to you. Uh, with orange box, especially with the Half Life game, so it it may seem a little confusing because there are multiple stories within it. it's a collection game, but the achievement you need to get what you need for this particular contest is the one for finishing the campaign in Half-Life 2 Episode 2. You can just stick on invincibility and just fly through the game. That's like, a thing? You, yeah, oh, yeah, you absolutely can. It does not invalidate achievements. So I wouldn't oh. necessarily re-roll that because it, if, if you're not, if it's a matter of time where it's, you're just not going to get to it, that's one thing, but you probably won't get to something else either if that's your reason. This you can make very easy. It may not be super enjoyable, but if it's already on your tag, it's a way to clean up some of the achievements in there. And you can do any of the other stuff that's part of it. You can collect the different Lambda locations. You can do some of the special achievements along the way. But maybe even by removing the invincibility, because you're going to be removing some of the weird physics elements that maybe you don't like, maybe you'll just get to enjoy the story and just kind of be along for the ride with it. So uh, that's my plan. I I finished Half-Life one, I finished Half-Life 2, Episode 1. I just need to finish the campaign in Episode 2. So I don't have too much to do, and that's how I plan to do it. But I, that's what I'm going to do. Invincibility all the way. So I would recommend you do the same before you, or at least consider it before you use a re-roll re- on it or skip on it. So we have talked about the Orange Box a couple of times on this show. How is it that no one has ever brought that up? I had no <laughs> idea that was a thing. Um... <laughs> Unless someone did bring that up and like, I just com- I have just completely <laughs> forgot about that. But that actually makes me want to try to play the game and experience it because I know it, it Half Life is like one of those revolutionary type games that are that's a big name, it's a big deal for its time, and going in and experience it would actually be kind of nice. But like, I don't much want to like play play through it all and mm-hmm. struggle or whatever. No, you don't have so to. I'll throw invincibility on. Huh. We've mostly talked Maybe about the orange box in the context of Portal being part of it. And in the context of Team Fortress 2 being a fun game to play and a fun boost. And uh, it's notable in a lot of ways because it was an early 360 game with 99 achievements on the list. So it's definitely mm-hmm. come up in a lot of different ways over time. But yeah, get it done. It, it shouldn't be too bad for you. Yeah, I might give that a shot. Yeah, but anyway, get it done. Since we're on this topic, we'll go out a little bit of order. Uh, L and Nate, 
and I guess, Michelle, if there's anything you want to add on, are you guys looking to play any of these games, finish up some of your old stories? Um, why don't you finish? Read the rest of your list, and then I'll, I'll go read my list. Okay. So the rest of my list, uh, sorry at the top, is Grawl 2, which is very surprising to me that I haven't completed that. I love that game. So I don't know if that was maybe another one that like glitched or something. Uh, the Legend of Spyro Dawn of the Dragon. That's probably not going to happen because it's a non-BC game. Uh, Battlefield Bad Company. Panzer General Allied Assault. Well, that was another game where I got stuck in. Frontline, Frontline's Fuels of War, which I might do that. And then here it is again. Bioshock. But obviously, that's the 360 version. That's cool. So that's actually a decent list of games there. Yeah, totally. Well, at least in my opinion, I like like most of those games. (laughs) Yeah, it's interesting because um, for the four of us, we all have, obviously, we all have 360 games on our list. And ranging from around 2005 to 2010, a lot of the people in the competition have only started uh, achievement hunting in like 2015 or later. So it's fascinating to go through the lists. You should check it out at some point. But uh, there's about 50 people in the in the uh, contest that Chewy went through, like you said, including patrons and all staff. Yeah, and obviously there's a lot of discussion about this in the patron VIP room. Yeah, so much like Bioshock, the one, uh, what is it, white rabbit, red rabbit, white whale, uh, <laughs> red herring. Uh, the, white whale is what you're looking for. White, one of those right, things. Uh, something. Uh, Oblivion, Elder Scrolls for Oblivion, which I started in 20, 2000, well, 2006. I think in the early days of the podcast, I told the story that I bought this game, I believe, at a Toys R Us. Remember that place? Uh, Toys R Us or a Target, one of those. And I got ID'd when I bought it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was 26, I guess, at this time. (laughs) Wait, what's this game rated? It's rated M. Is it? Yeah. I didn't I I'm sure it's remember that. I thought this was a T. I'm sure it's completely a bloody mess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'll never ever forget that. I looked at them like, what the hell do you think? <laughs> <laughs> like some sixteen year old kid's gonna go, oh, oblivion. When there's Grand Theft Auto right there. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um and a game that showed up on many lists, uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, which sounds more fun than it is. I mean, I know Michelle and I have started this with multiple different people many different times, and we just it just never sticks for whatever reason. Oh, yeah. That's on all three of your lists. Uh, yep. It's on many, many lists. Um, I have Grawl. I'm surprised you haven't re-rolled Oblivion yet. No, I am not going to. No. 
I'll take that bet. I refuse. I might not do it. I'm definitely not going to re-roll it. There is no way this you're is, going to play Oblivion. This is the game I want to re-roll. Raw 1. I really? do not like these stealth. Like, Gears is like the only exception of, of something somewhat you can consider stealthy third-person shooter. I... I you mean don't even, cover base? Yeah, I couldn't even manage getting through like the first stage, and it's just an ugly game. The gamer score values are bad. There's no redeeming qualities with this game. The completion's bad, and if you like this game, Kenny, you're bad. Well, <laughs> I didn't admit to that yet. I know you. You said you liked Grow too. No. <laughs> I feel like I've played Grawl 1. I don't really remember. Uh, they, If I have, they have run together. I yeah, tried. I really like Grawl 2. I tried. Yeah, you think that, I like all the Ghost Recon games. Yeah, but when you see uh, an achievement uh, for winning uh, missions in the cooperative campaign and it's worth 8 gamer score and then the next <laughs> one's worth 2 gamer score, you're like, what? I don't know what they were thinking. Uh, Not very Back much. in the days when they had no idea what to do with achievements. <laughs> uh, At least it's not like condemned. Uh, the next game on my list is probably a game you've probably never heard of. It's called Wick Fable of Souls. I have no idea what this is. And this one was also on a lot of people's lists, believe it or not. Because it was on one of those, um, it was one of those compilation discs that came with six or seven XBLA games. So a lot of people wound up with this game on their tag, and it's a not easy game. Yeah, I've never seen this. Do you know this game, Nate? It sounds familiar, but I don't know it. No, I've not started it. I'm trying to see if it's on your tag. I own the Xbox Live Arcade compilation disc, so yeah. I could own this. Yeah. You could own this. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's, that's the right one, because they had a couple, didn't they? Yeah, so the next couple on my list, I have no excuse for not having finished the stories, which are Assassin's Creed, Grand Theft Auto 4, yeah. and Bully. Like I started all these well over a decade ago, and yeah, I have no good good excuse. Uh, Ren, I can see why you never finished Assassin's Creed. Uh, I, I should. I, I'm. Ugh, I should finish it. Um, Braid is on. It's my good, list. but tedious. I mean, what game isn't? Braid is on my Oblivion. list, and <laughs> I think I'm at the end of that game. I'll have to see if I have my save. Lost Planet Extreme Condition, which is. Another game that showed up on a few different lists. And it's another one of those, like Grand Theft Auto 4, where I did the, a lot of the multiplayer, but not the campaign. Shocking, I know. And <laughs> right. another game that I worked on the multiplayer, but not the campaign, Call of Duty 3. Great game. Uh, Call of Duty. You think 3 is a great game? Yeah. Okay. I, that was another game. I played... Uh, the multiplayer in that a lot. I remember going over friends' houses and playing this. What were you, like eight? 
Uh, let's see. When did this come out? 2006. <laughs> so I would have been 15. Wow. Did you need like a permission slip from your parents to play a M-rated game? <laughs> well, obviously. It's okay. rated M. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, I remember flag boosting, and that was an interesting time. There would be that one person that was still playing legit and trying to mess with us. How dare he? Oh, dairy. Yeah, but from what I remember, Call of Duty 2 had a good campaign, and then 4 had a good campaign, and then the every other game was the Treyarch games, and they weren't as good. Oh, yeah. Call of Duty definitely got overshadowed by 4, just because that was, like, the best one. Yeah. Treyarch. They did 3, and then World at War, and, like, the, the not-as-good ones. Oh, I, I am looking forward to this. And uh, Chewy, thanks for putting this together. It seems like such an obvious mm. thing. And, and it's brilliant. Yeah, I, I really like this I, idea. I like it a lot. And for the patrons, uh, there are prizes to be won, undisclosed as of now. We have to talk that out still. But there will be prizes drawn. Um, but we encourage you to get that backlog done and let us know what you're playing and why you stop playing it and all that good stuff. I look forward to Nate. talking about this stuff. Yeah. Hi, Nate. I was going to say, Nate and Michelle, do you guys want to go over your list? You can go ahead, Nate. Uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you what I'm going to play from my list rather than just oh, go over yeah, yeah. I want to make fun of your <clears> list. I'll tell you what. Fine. I'll read it very quickly, and then I'll tell you what I'm actually going to play. Yeah, I, I want to call uh, out, too. I have uh, Cameo Elements of Power. Your favorite. Uh, I have Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter. Never heard of it. Uh, <laughs> classic. classic. Dead Rising. Classic. <laughs> I'm probably not going to complete that. Uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Never heard of it. Uh, Lost Planet Extreme Condition. Uh, man, <clears throat> what a weird control scheme. Uh, Alien Hominid <laughs> HD. I will probably try to complete this. Whoa. Um, really? Yeah, yeah, I like I like that. I like those games. Uh, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. Uh, this game has an achievement called Mile High Club, uh, which I did not earn last year, and I challenged Doughboy to, so I will <laughs> probably um, also not complete that this year. Uh, next up, a Grand Theft Auto 4. You will not complete that this <laughs> I, year. I, I really loved Grand Theft Auto 4. I was very excited when it came out. I bought like the collector's edition, mm -hmm. which came with like a crappy duffel bag mm -hmm. that was you know, yep. more like a gym bag license than anything. Had a license plate it ripped in there. The, <laughs> yeah, and there was like a, a steel case lock or something. And a little lockbox, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I, I totally what shelled a, out for that. I never that finished it. Uh, but it's backwards compatible, so I may do mm -hmm. that. I think I actually bought it digitally, too, so I don't even have to install it. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, Bionic Commando, not the uh, cool uh, arcade one where you can't jump. This is the full 3D one, um, which I thought was actually a good game, but then, you know, shiny. Uh, and finally, Prototype uh, 360. Kenny, stop it. This, this is, is the one I wanted to He's yeah. judging. <laughs> He's judging. This is one I do want to complete. <laughs> okay, wow. that's the 360 version. Game, so, yeah. So. Oh, you I will love it. that game. I do you know, love the game. I do love the game. I just get distracted easily. And it's so damn good. Sometimes I'm, I'm also glad me, you mentioned uh, um, uh, Bionic Commando's not that bad. 13 years to come back to these things. Because <laughs> I played Bionic Commando back in the day, the full 361, and like I get why it's not like a perfect game, but 
I liked it. I had a good time playing that game. So I'm glad to to hear your take wasn't too dissimilar. Yeah, no, it was fun. Wow, Nate. So we have uh, four out of ten like games. That's crazy. Yeah. That's it's it's weird. That's crazy. Now this raises a question is. to me though. What about you? Like, yeah, Michelle. Dead Rising being on your list. The infinity mode is not um flagged with a campaign complete flag. Because Dead Rising has a couple different endings based on like whether or not you hit certain parameters. So I wonder how this one got flagged as the achievement you need to get. Like I I apologize to Chewy if you're listening and you hear this and you say you explain this in patron VIP. Cause like when everybody was talking about this over the weekend, I was so, or over the last week, I was so busy. I just missed all the context. So if any of you know, please feel free to enlighten me. But I, I kind of figured it was just looking for campaign complete flags. And that's what this was drawn from. But this particular achievement doesn't have one of those. Um, I think it's just because this is getting the true ending. If I remember, if I remember correctly, like the game takes place over the 72 hours and then something happens. And then if you did this, that, and the other thing that it goes into right overtime mode. And then there's certain things that you have to do. So I guess that's why he chose well, this out of like that's all a different correct. Flag, maybe? I'm just curious. Like, did he know enough about the game that he kind of manually went in and selected this one? Because I I don't honestly know exactly the process oh, he I went through to draw the achievements. But I just figured it was some method of games with a completed campaign flag. Um, uh, sort of lined up against your she... oldest games played and then seeing which ones both checked. But this doesn't match that part of the equation. No, no. He did a lot of it manually, so he used discretion. And that's fine, because that, that is an appropriate achievement to pick for that. Mm-hmm. It is. Play Dead Rising, Nate. The game's fun. Yeah, you so, have to complete so, Nate, would you yeah. mind just get to the end? Just recapping mm-hmm. again, which ones of these you plan to go for? I know you said sure. Alien Hominid, but like, which other ones were on your potential list? I think I could see myself doing Ultimate Alliance, Alien Hominid, um, Grand Theft Auto Four, uh, Bionic Commando, and Prototype. Um, I, I just don't like Grawl. Uh, I don't really remember see? too much about it, other than a lot of a lot of it's teal. A lot of the UI is teal. <laughs> um, I, just, I just don't really. Remember liking that game very much. Uh, Cameo Elements of Power. That's like going back and saying, I'm going to go win at Othello. Um, <laughs> it's just that old. Dang. Um, like, oh, I'm going to go God. beat Ch- Chinese checkers. Uh, it's just so old. But it would be nice to finish it at some point. I just don't see myself doing it. Uh, I just don't know how I'm going to motivate myself to do that. Um, I, I was uh, saying to someone yeah, else the, who also drew Cameo, the biggest problem with Cameo, you know, all the stuff you're saying is valid. But if you have a save that's in progress somewhere, you're not going to remember anything because there are multiple different types of characters that you play at. They have different skills that do different things that access different parts of maps and you don't have all of them equipped at once. You're going to have to go in and out and pick the ones that you need. It is a rough game to pick up from the middle when you haven't played it in a long time. 
Like you pretty much have to start over to get your bearings, and that that is a a rough ask. Well, I mean, I did play it back in 2018, so uh, that's I mean, still it's, long enough. It's fresh as it was <laughs> in 2018. <laughs> what about your list, Michelle? So uh, we've touched on a good number of these games so far. So I also have the orange box, and like I already said, I plan to uh, to to cheat it. I have the darkness, which I beat and have most of the achievements in. Now, I am thinking, and this will bridge us very shortly into some future parts of the podcast, but uh, it is on sale this week for four bucks. Mm. I no longer have the darkness. I As soon as I finished the campaign, I actually mailed it off to a friend of mine. So I, I no longer have it. But, uh, you know, for four bucks, I, I have to see if I still have my save. Because if I have my save, I can do the, the difficulty switching trick and just beat the game again and and get that one done so we'll see that's pending i too have grand theft auto 4 i don't know why i started grand theft auto because i typically don't like grand theft auto games but i think it was just the new hotness at the time and um it was i purchased it while my xbox was out for repair for a graphics card failure of some sort so not a red ring issue but something else where it had to go to microsoft so while i was waiting for it to come back i'm like i'm gonna get grand theft auto 4 this will be fun to play when it comes back. And I got about halfway through and I'm like, no, I, I just don't like these games. But maybe, maybe with, especially with guides and stuff like that, maybe I'll give, give it another shot. Marvel Ultimate Alliance, as Elle alluded to, we've tried this many times. I always fall asleep. I think 100% <laughs> of the sessions I've played with, no matter who we're playing it with, I fall asleep. Wow. Every time. It, not a glowing endorsement. And for some reason, I started the one version also. So I like, I know the cure for my insomnia and it's, playing ultimate alliance infinite undiscovery which i mentioned earlier i do not intend to try to beat uh this is another game where i had a stupid reason for netting not getting too into it and that's because there's like one 1g achievement and one 49g achievement and they're tough but you can play the whole campaign and not get either of them but I- i'm just not inclined to play the game fallout 3 everyone's heard me complain about fallout 3 before fear <laughs> Which, again, Kenny, actually what you said kind of makes me think, hey, you know, how long would you say the main campaign of the game is? Um, from what I can remember, probably eight to ten hours. That's not, it's so not bad. too awfully long. Okay. I think it's like a normal first person shooter length campaign from that time. All right. Good to know. Uh, next up is Tales of Vesperia. Uh. No, it's like 80 hours long. <laughs> I, uh, I'm i going to make a comment on this uh, once I finish my next couple games. Mm. Uh, Wet, which I do not believe I have. I think that was a Gamefly rental. So yeah, I'll think about it, I guess. But I, I don't think I'll be getting that one. And then finally, Final Fantasy 13, which I played about half of um, and have talked about that also before the game opened up and I no longer had any idea what to do. I think some of what my list shows between Infinite Undiscovery, Tales of Vesperia, and Final Fantasy Thirteen being on there is this was the point where I was beginning to realize I just didn't, I wasn't into JRPGs the way I used to be because I kept starting them and getting one achievement in them and then never going back to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did a little better at Final Fantasy Thirteen than the other ones, but um, but yeah, I I might pick one of the three and give it like an honest try, see if. You know, maybe just coming back to it years later is the thing that sort of ignites wanting to go through it. But I don't know. I, of this list, 
orange box i'm definitely going to try there are so many people who need marvel ultimate alliance four of us should get together and try it since <laughs> we we can have probably three groups of four play this game for never ending stories so um that one i'm hopefully going to try fear i will try and and maybe the darkness if i still have a save i'm not gonna replay the whole game if i no longer have a save for it so we'll see about rerolls and all that other stuff as we go on cool yeah i was looking at the marvel ultimate alliance unfortunately it's uh not backwards compatible it, it's not only not backwards compatible it's just finding and l was actually helping uh Icefire uh, with trying to figure this out. It's not only that it's not backwards compatible uh, because he got the game as well. If you want to complete the game, the DLC isn't available and hasn't been available for a long time. And the only way to still access the DLC is to buy the gold edition, which is ridiculously expensive because it is the only way to access that content. So it's a game that I think a lot of people, and it's not surprising to see it came up so often here because it it came with Xboxes and that Forza Motorsport two uh slash marvel ultimate alliance bundle that was actually the xbox i bought which is why i have it on my tag and it's marvel characters so people just sort of jumped in and they decided to play it but especially when the dlc got delisted people i think probably just kind of gave up on it so just lurking in a whole lot of backlogs it's actually kind of surprising hearing everyone like talk about how they didn't like it or they haven't finished it and here on ta it's got a three and a half star rating well the rating doesn't mean anything i apparently gave fear a three star rating having played enough to get one achievement so (laughs) (laughs) okay then Uh, fair point (laughs) it's just i see three and a half star rating and i don't just it to me it's just like hearing oh yeah i fell asleep on it and you know nobody's completed a campaign doesn't exactly go go together, but yeah, ratings don't mean a whole lot. All right, but uh, yeah, what, uh, just to wrap that up, that was the Never Ending Stories contest for patrons. Um, check out the Discord patron VIP cha- channel if you want to find the spreadsheet that has all the all of the games for you. Uh and also, just as a reminder, if you don't actually have access to it to a game, you can ask Chewy; he'll he'll re-roll it for you. Outs- mm-hmm. But if you have games that's just like, "Hey, I just don't want to play this again," you have up to four re-rolls. Be honest. Don't don't just say, "Oh, I don't I don't have access to it; and I can't play it because you just don't re- you really just don't want to play it." He's not really gonna do call you out on it, but. It's an honor-based thing. But, uh, yeah. And then also, we ha- there's a bunch of other year-long contests that we're going to try to shine some light, uh, light on. You can figure out all of our contests that we have going on, because, my God, do we have a lot going yeah, on. We sure do. <laughs> You're welcome. I actually forgot about a couple of until uh, a little bit before recording. I'm sitting there going through all all of what we have in the Discord. There is a channel for that is just simply called Contest Info, where you see uh, Chewy has written out every single contest. He's given a rundown of every single one. 
with just some quick information. So you can go there, check it out. If it's something that it sounds cool and you want to you want to know more about, contact him, contact someone else. We actually have a contest um, channel in the Discord that you can ask more questions in or just, you know, give general help or ask questions about or whatever. But, um, yeah. Let's go ahead and just finish out the show. From here, uh, let's get into some sales. Nate, what tabs do you have open? Well, <clears throat> I have tabs open to Arietta of Spirits, which is $6 down from 20 This is an action-adventure uh, game with a 4.04 rating. Uh, it's basically, you know, it's a Zelda-like, uh, and it takes about 8 to 10 hours, according to TA. Uh, and it will require two playthroughs, because the final achievement is um, completing it uh, with the one-heart mode. Um <clears throat> Basically, which means uh, you have one true heart, but then you have a couple like temporary hearts, uh, according to the uh, the answer there. Um, and luckily, the game saves every screen, so it basically just means you know making it through a screen at a time uh, with only taking one hit or a few hits, basically. So, uh, not a big deal. Uh, well, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say not a big deal. Not as horrible as it could be. Uh, <laughs> I played the game a bit and I enjoy it. Uh, so I'd like to see that one through at some point. Uh, next up uh, is Close to the Sun. It's $5 down from 25 It's an action-adventure game. Uh, it does have a speedrun achievement that, uh, that is to complete it under three hours. Uh, and there's also a no-death achievement. Uh, however, in the solution to that, I read that the game can be done in 90 minutes. And cloud saves do not work for this achievement. So it does have to be done in one run. Uh, according to the solution there, it seems like it's not too bad if you, uh, if you work on this game and you don't take, you know, 13 years off. Uh, so that might be a good idea. And lastly, uh, Milan Noir is $2 down from 13. This is a cool looking action adventure, uh, game. It's a twin sticks shooter cover based game. Uh, and it's based on Italian crime movies. That's, so it's Milan Noir. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Uh, so it uh-huh. looks pretty cool. I watched a little gameplay footage. Um, you know, I love a huge deal. I love twin stick shooters. This game looks like it could be cool. Uh, it's got some, um, you know, different gameplay elements to it. You know, you're not just doing one thing for too long. Uh, there's, <laughs> there's stealth if you like stealth. Um, uh, so yeah, a cool looking game. Uh, you've got a note here. You wanted to uh, say something about this? I do. Oh, Somebody no, that, that wasn't uh, L's note. That was my note. Um, oh, okay. So there. So I just wanted to know, I I don't, uh, other than mentioning the darkness, because it just happens to be on sale for $4 this weekend, and it's a you know, pretty good shooter for its time. Uh, EOJ actually mentioned uh, Milanoir as well, and specifically wrote on his feed, like, this was a great game. I really enjoyed it. It was $2. So I just wanted to note that because uh, if, if I hadn't seen that you were picking this, Kush, I would have just mentioned this based on his recommendation. So it seems to be uh, at this price point for the kind of game that it is, it's something a little different. And, and like you said, with the description of it being like a t- twin stick cover shooter, it's something a little different. So it's 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 uh, exciting and a different sort of thing to get for just two bucks. Yeah, a little diamond in the rough, hopefully. Mm hmm. All right. And um, I have a few things to mention. Okay. 
Uh, well, one of the other year-long contests that we have is, of course, Year of the Vayner, which I think we were supposed to only do once, but, uh, you know, it's always Year of the Vayner at age 101. So this week, Batbarian is $8, 60% off. That one, people rave about that game. It's just one of those with a weird indie-rific title. But that one's supposed to be good. There's a game called Redo. That's $6.50, but it has a couple of unobtainables. But if you're chasing that Vayner leaderboard, you're probably going to pick it up anyway. And the last but not least is Trash Quest, which is $1.79, 80% off. And it's a Metroidvania game featuring a raccoon. But the shocking thing about this is that Corey has only dived this game. <laughs> How is that even possible? Uh, right? <laughs> it shocked me. I'm like, yeah, he was probably the first on TA deficient. No, it's got 29 TA in it. Come on, buddy. Uh, so <laughs> there's an achievement called the Maracoon Vespucci. That's great. All right. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to get giddy right now. Trash Quest. I've heard it's uh, decent, but. You have to do a couple of playthroughs of it. So it kind of wears thin by then, but supposedly isn't horrible. All right. Uh, well, unlike the last few weeks, we do have some Game Pass news. What? <laughs> this not exactly the drop that we are looking for, but there's something. It's something. So we have available right now is Stranded Deep, which is a 80 to 100 hour survival open world game. Uh, and apparently there's a stack with it. And then there's also Mortal Shell, the enhanced edition for a cloud console and PC. It's a 40 to 50 hour action RPG. Role playing RPG. So yeah, you can check those out. Coming January 19th is Persona 3 Portable for the cloud console and PC. It's a role-playing turn-based game. Uh, main story looks like it is about 65 hours, and completion is 126 hours. So no surprise, that's a big game. Just like it's big, it's the... The next game in the series. That's the one I'm trying to say. <laughs> Persona, I can't think of the word. Persona 4 Golden for the cloud console PC. Another turn-based uh, role-playing game that has about the same length of time in order to complete it. And then on January 20th is Monster Hunter Rise, which I am actually very surprised this is coming to Xbox for the cloud console PC. This is an action RPG and also role-playing game as well. Monster Hunter games are awesome. They're so much fun. Uh, main story for this is, a, is like a 20-hour game, but there's always lots and lots of things to kill and monsters to skin and things to collect, so it turns into a 150-hour completion. That is something that you would like to have. Although I'm sure... Nobody here wants to play any of those games. Maybe Michelle with the Persona games. Oh, yeah, she loves them. It's like a, a dream if, if I ever, oh. uh, you know, wanted to sit down. Well, I, I, 
I do want to give them a second chance because they are apparently great. And that's, I know there was a general sentiment of being (laughs) underwhelmed by these three games being the games announced for Game Pass. But two caveats. First, they did say this is phase one. So they're more coming. Everyone relax. But number two is these games are big gets. They may not Mm -hmm. hit the notes for us. But getting Persona onto Xbox at all is a huge issue. Monster Hunter lo- like insane. coming into Game Pass is a huge issue. So these may not have the sort of pull on our community that we would like for them to have. But these are big deal gets for Game Pass. So it it's, it's a agree. good announcement set, but I'm still looking forward for what's coming in the future and hoping that there's stuff that's closer to things that I, I am more realistically going to spend some time with. Yep. And to be to be fair, uh, we've known about this for like two months. Um, <laughs> right, right. These are not new. <laughs> so yeah, so, pieces no, of these news. are not. So it's yeah, just so a confirmation of some dates. Yeah, I think what some people are upset about is that it's been a month, uh, basically almost an entire month, with no new news about new things coming that we didn't already know about. <clears throat> uh, and I'm always hopeful uh, that next week <laughs> maybe we'll get. One or two new things. Uh, now, uh, Stranded Deep and Mortal Shell were were surprise drops. Like, we didn't know those were coming. There was no announcement. They just showed up, and people found out that those were now available. Um, so hopefully we're going to hear some new news. There's also a Microsoft event on the 25th uh, where they're going to be talking about specific games. Uh, I think three different studios they're talking about those games. And um, <clears throat> maybe we'll get some more news then. So hopefully uh, everyone... On the news team, the PR team is back from their vacation. Hopefully they had a great holiday and they're ready to start actually telling us what's coming. I, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, come on, Melissa. Where are you at? <laughs> I'm over here. Mm. But with these games coming, there's also a couple of games that are leaving on January 15th. Oh, no. Those games are Nobody Saves the World. Dang, Rampa. I know I pronounced it wrong. Paparazzi, <laughs> Windjammers two, and 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 Windjammers two. So at least there's a small list of games leaving. You know that's good note. And then obviously, as always, if you actually want to play these but you don't have time to beat them, you get twenty percent off if you buy them now. Um, classic, classic. But yeah. With that, let's go ahead and get into Brad Camp. Take it away, Michelle. Incompletions. True achievement. You know, that guy. He's reached a new milestone of 100 completed games. R56 Cooper S11 is at 200 games. Septic Girl has reached 550 completed games. And Lord of Dookie 69 is at 850 completed games. In streaks, Ace currently has 50 days. NBA Kirkland, uh, Zwavel Dioxide, which everyone knows is lead dioxide, uh, uh, <laughs> and Slayer Raining, all with 100 days. Uh, next up, Lucas 1987 with 350, Surf Biscuit with 1,200, Unky Tim Fu with 2,250, Seamus McLimey with 2,300, Prue with 2,500, Matrarch with 3,400, yeah. and Manai Patai with 3,600. In gamer score, AS Unknown has hit 200,000 gamer score. Sincere Seeker 6, 450,000. Sir Polygon, 500,000. 
Domain has hit 1.1 million gamer score, and Vulgar Latin has hit 1.3 million gamer score. All right. In leaderboards, there's going to be a lot of these because TA sent out their year-end stats and stuff like that. So I will be picking and choosing over here. Alex R. Davies is There's a lot. second in the TA Difference Leaderboard for Xbox One Vayners. Ace is in the top 1,000 of the Gamerscore Leaderboard. I remember him. I think he was talking today about trying to be in the top 1,000 of people who get a million Gamerscore. So there's almost 1,000 people with a million Gamerscore. He's trying to be in that top 1,000. Bastion Radar is in the top five of the USA completed games uh, for Xbox One shmups. By 571 is third in Wisconsin. Gamer score for music. Chewy on Ice is in the top 50 of the England game. Completed games leaderboard for point and click. Dinable Dark Lord Davis is in the top five of Kentucky Gamer score leaderboard for arcade racing. Domain is in the top 10 of Washington. Gamer score leaderboard for shmups. EOJ is number one on uh, the 2022 TA leaderboard for strategy games. Uh, Hat 90 is position 14 in uh, England sports games. That's awesome. High Road of the two in top 1,000 of TA difference. Kawaii Ninja Rider 7, numero uno, 2022 leaderboards for Ariel. Nice. Which, of course, is the Little Mermaid genre. Luke, 17,000, <laughs> is position number yeah. one in the 2022 Xbox TA difference leaderboard for strategy games. Um, yeah. He hit a lot of those uh, today. He was, he was bragging about it in hashtag Brightcamp. Also position one in TA difference for Windows games. Mental Knight, our good buddy, is in the top 50 of TA leaderboard. That is awesome. Nice. Michael KV is number one in uh, 2022 Slovakia Gamer Score and Completed Games Leaderboard. Mr. Mighty Mango is now in the top 1,000 of the Gamer Score Leaderboard for Adventure, which we talked about earlier. <laughs> Broad genre. Prism, Scroll Locks, Glory, Blues Clues is in position one of the 2022 Scotland TA Difference Leaderboard. He's in Scotland? I think he's making that up. Apparently. I know Chewie's in Scotland, but I don't think this dude is. Scottavace is going to be do the Fandango, is position two in the 2022 Pennsylvania TA Difference Leaderboard, and a bunch of other stuff too. But since Pennsylvania is a subpar state, I will not read any more of his. What the Fug is in the top 1,000 of the TA leaderboard. And last but not least, our Vayner of the Month runner, Neo21, is numero uno in all of the California Vayner things, including Achievements 1, Completions, Gamer Score, and TA. Nicely done, everyone. True. Good 2022 for all. Very nice. 
Whew. That was a lot. Yeah. All right. Well, as always, you can check us out on Twitch. We at least go live on the first Tuesday of every month for the live panel. Then we also stream different games throughout the month. Twitch.tv slash H101. You can always send us a Twitter tweet on the Twitter at Achievements101. Join the Discord, discord.io slash H101. Jump in the podcast discussion. Let us know what you think about Game of the Month. Give us a suggestion about how the format is, what game it should be, or whatever. Also, be sure to check out Achievement Hunting 101 on YouTube. Please subscribe to us there. We greatly appreciate it. And for all those that are able to support us, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash achievementhunting101. Like we have said during the show, patrons get their own special chat, special prizes, giveaways, and they are the ones that really help to make the show and lead us in what direction we to go. Whenever we ask questions for our topics of discussion, it always comes from the patrons. Thank you, patrons. Yes, thank you, patrons. There are the ones that keep the show going, keep the lights on, and and answer our questions. Let's be able to do all these crazy contests. And God knows, no and Chewy, there'll probably be some more coming out up throughout the year. So, always something to do in this community. Yeah, with that, thank you all for listening. Class is dismissed. See y'all next week. Bye-bye. Hello, I'm Wakapale, unsuccessfully clearing out my backlog faster than I add to it. In February of 2022, the obscure runner... Aerial Knights Never Yield ended up in Games with Gold. Free turned out to be much more enticing than its standard price of $12. The game also added an endless mode in a title update, which is a real pain for achievement hunters, but I'll get back to that. Never Yield by Aerial Knight features stylish 3D graphics and presentation with a cool soundtrack and minimalistic storytelling, using no voice acting or text to tell its story. I honestly don't really know what it was about. You probably play as an escaping cyborg clone with a messenger bag chased by another cyborg clone and the authorities throughout a futuristic Detroit. The gameplay is simple with your character automatically running and the player only inputs four different moves slide, sprint, mid jump or high jump. Obstacles often requires a specific move to be used or you'll be returned to the closest checkpoint but many times there are multiple moves possible to progress. There are three difficulty modes, but they do not affect achievements. You can play through it on the easiest setting, but I would recommend you play it on hard as the slowdown on the easiest setting is rather extreme, making the game way too easy and much slower than playing it on hard, even if you end up dying multiple times in a level. Never Yield is a short game, Completable in 2-3 to three hours, but it is very glitchy, 
which can easily double your playtime if you are unlucky. Personally, I had to play through it almost three times to get everything to unlock. If you intend to play it, there are a few things you should keep in mind. One, you should set aside two to three hours to complete the story in one setting and do achievement mop-up. If you find yourself good at the game, you can easily get the story done in around 90 minutes. If you find a bonus level, make sure you do not complete it. If you do, it will very likely break some other achievements. The Unlock All Achievements achievement does not require the title update achievements, but completing a bonus level breaks the game, so save that for last or you'll likely have to delete your save before attempting the Endless Run achievements. The Endless mode is not very fun for the average gamer. For an achievement hunter, it really really sucks. To unlock the three title update achievements for the Endless mode, you have to survive for 30 minutes running in circles without hitting a single obstacle. This is very difficult if playing normally, but you can pause to see what is coming up. Since the achievement requires surviving 30 minutes of running in circles, your actual time required to do this with pause buffering will be a bit more depending on how much you pause. Finally, you have to complete a bonus level to get the achievement for unlocking all outfits. You do not have to start the bonus level by picking up the collectibles in story mode. You can use level select to start any bonus level you want, but if you die, you're returned to the main menu, which can get annoying as the bonus levels are quite difficult. After getting all achievements, aside from unlock all other achievements, it may or may not unlock. Personally, I had to close the game, complete the tutorial level, close the game and boot it up again for it to unlock. Aerial Knight Never Yield has 28 achievements worth 1150 game score and 3500 TA. The TA completion estimate is 3 to 5 hours, but if you avoid its glitches, Never Yield can be done in 2 to 3 hours, which is rather fast for a game with a TA ratio above 3. If Aerial Knight's Never Yield worked as intended, I could easily recommend it for runner fans. Sadly, it's Overall glitchness and horrible title update achievements prevent me from wholeheartedly doing so. Have a nice day everyone!